there again, Fritzberg and bloodandfaith.com, 28 February 2024. I'm not sure what to say about America. Uh, my opinions uh, are becoming more... Um, I think we're heading to we I think we need to set up some new governments in the United States. I don't think we're going to reform our way about this. I I don't mean that in a bad way. We're not going to get out of this in in, 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 in by means of, of conventional politics. We didn't get into it by means of conventional politics. Let me remind you of that. We did not get into this mess by means of conventional politics. We're being invaded. The invasion is being promoted by traitors from within this country. From within this country. The people that have squelched the First Amendment are traitors within this country. The tech giants, the Googles, the Facebooks. They came out very clearly and they said this. They said this at the end of the uh, 2016 election. Never again. Never again. That's what they said. Never again. We'll never allow a Trump, a Trump to be reelected. Forget the voters. We're going to figure this out. Never again. This country is owned. And you and I, are, are, all our votes do is offer them a patina of legitimacy. All it does is give them the illusion of legitimacy. They're not legitimate. The people running the country are not legitimate. When you can have uh, literally billionaires, foreign billionaires, Buying and selling elections. This is not a legitimate government anymore. It's gone. Sorry, it's gone. Not sorry. It's gone. Now, though I hope gets Trump gets reelected, I certainly hope so. Uh, I think there's going to be blood in the streets if he does. I, I, I think Antifa and BLM, the, the gloves will come off. And they're gonna they're gonna say all the problems that that, that have been created over literally over generations are now Trump's sole problem, and all these people are gonna run for the hills. They're gonna take their millions and their billions, and their tens of billions and their hundreds of billions of dollars, and they're gonna flitter off and leave somebody else to clean up the mess. Now, how are you gonna clean up the mess? Not not by traditional politics, because one of the first things they're gonna do is they're gonna take all these illegals and say, hey, guess what? <laughs> Every vote counts, man. Come and vote. Come and vote. Come and vote. Who do you think they're going to vote for? They're going to vote for the man who let them in this country. Wow, really? Talk about a d democracy. Talk, talk about a constitutional uh, a republic. Let's flood the ballot backs. Let's bring in tens of millions of people, put them on the dole, give them free money, forget normal Americans, and uh, let's give them the vote. And let's jam them into, oh, let's say Florida, Colorado, Texas, and to make sure these partially red states are completely blue forever and ever and ever and ever. We've been betrayed by traitors. They need to be taken to trial, a very quick trial, very short trial, and, and the people on the jury cannot be illegal immigrants, by the way, and they need to be hung for treason. Look, we've come to the point where we have to stop pretending. First of all, we have to stop pretending that we got into this mess by, by constitutional means. When you have an invasion of the border, you have traitors within. That last election was uh, stolen. 
when people wake up at uh, it, they go to bed at 10:30, 11 o'clock, and, and Trump's ahead. Uh, vote counting is shut down for four or five hours, and everybody wakes up in in early dawn and says, "Oh, guess what? Biden Biden pulled ahead." So we don't know how, but he did it. That's the problem. Nobody knows how. And it's not just Biden's not the Biden's a figurehead. He's just a figurehead. He's just a dude out there that's trotted out that can that can string a couple sentences together. Probably no more than that. Who's playing the fiddles behind the scene? How come the press won't talk about it? The press is in on this. Who's own, who owns the press? Oh, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about who owns the bankers. We can't talk about, uh, you know, the international cabals. You know, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. We can't say this because it's racist or anti-Semitic or, or, or whatever it is, xenophobic. And you got these all, all these people come out and say, well, you're anti-constitutional. You're undemocratic. You're trying to overturn our system. Yes, you bet I am. Are you darn right I'm trying to overturn the system? Because it's not a democratic system, and it's not a constitutional system anymore. It's not. It's not. And we're forbidden from talking about things that we ought to talk about, such as race. The only way you can talk about race in this country is, oh, white people bad, everybody else good, Jews are literally God's chosen people. That's the only way you can talk about race in America. And I blame the evangelical church. I blame the Christian church. I don't blame the devil's children. But you can't talk about race. Race is important. You're going to bring in these Somalis. They don't turn into uh, white Midwestern people. You know that. You know that. Well, you can't, but you can't. So you, you, we live in a democratic society, supposedly, and you can't have a conversation. You can't have a conversation. You literally cannot talk about the white race in a, in a good way, in a positive way. Why do you think they're coming here? What do you think built this country? Are they coming here because uh, of the Lori Lightfoots of, of the world built America? I mean, come on, people. You know this is true. And nobody will talk about this. The, the pastors won't talk about it. The church won't talk about it. So, so we're in a slavery made by our own cowardice. And I'm speaking to the white people, and I'm speaking to the pastors. We're, we're in a slavery made by own, our own cowardice because we're afraid to open up our mouths and say what we know to be true. We're terrified of even addressing these issues because somebody somewhere could call us a racist or an anti-Semite. How utterly insane is this? Who imposed those rules upon you? What Pharisees imposed those rules upon you? What Sadducees imposed those rules upon you? Oh, yeah, your university professors did, to a great degree. And then your pastors have backed it up. Oh, you can't, you were against racism in all its forms. Let's just say anti-white racism, and then we'll promote that, because now we're, we're going to morally pose before mankind, because we want to be friends with the world, and we want the approbation of the Antichrist peoples. So we'll trash the white and Christian race, the Christian pastors will, because it makes them look good in the eyes of the world. I mean, we're screwed up. We are, we're screwed up. Okay, and this is why I say we're not going to get out of this by vote by voting. Uh, we didn't get into this by voting. I would remind you that these major changes that we've happened in, in our country didn't happen because we voted for it. Man, nobody voted for. Okay, you got some people in Congress that got bribed. Okay, and they voted for it. Well, that's the way a constitutional republic works. I got it, but we didn't have a say in this stuff.
We don't want this stuff. Nobody voted for our professors. Oh, everything's racist. Those bad white people. The, the bad white people that built this country. Which is why everybody wants to come here. Which is why everybody wants to go to Europe. So I'm all for participating in the political process. This may be the last hurrah. Because what the politics has, has served to do over the last, probably since the Second World War, is simply add the patina of legitimacy to a very undemocratic and unconstitutional cabal of people that run this country. It's whitewashed the cancer underneath. Oh, it must be legitimate because we held an election. doesn't matter if it was stolen. doesn't matter if foreign billionaires can buy and sell uh, uh, prosecutors, local prosecutors. doesn't matter if foreign governments from Israel, the state of Israel, to China can buy and sell politicians and blackmail and bribe politicians and Supreme Court judges. That's what we've got. Let's stop pretending that we have a say. I've mentioned this. I've said this many times. We don't have a say in our own government. We don't have a say. Where are the pastors? I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with the pastors in this country. I'm not happy with them. They're the one people that can stand up, go to the Bible, and point this out, and say this is, there's evil in the land. And they won't do it because somebody's going to call them racist and xenophobic and anti-Semitic and homophobic, and they run and they cower. They cower and they run, and they want to be friends with the world because they know that they're going to get slammed because somebody else controls the press in their town, somebody else controls the TV stations in their town, somebody else controls the, the, the radio stations across the country, somebody has the ear of the governor, and it ain't you and me, buddy. It's not you and I. Uh, trannies in your local library? Hmm. Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Was that uh, democratically voted upon? And, and we fund these cesspools of cancer called universities. Universities used to be all Christian institutions, by the way, historically in Europe. They're all Christian institutions. Okay, fine. You had some Chinese universities. You had some uh, Muslim in, in, in universities at Sevilla in Spain, you know, a thousand years ago. But for the white and European race, there were Christian institutions. Yale, Harvard, Princeton, set up to train ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Harvard's uh, that motto is Veritas Truth. Why? Where does it come from? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make. It comes out of the Holy Scriptures. It comes out of the Holy Scriptures. So I don't know whether to weep or to be angry or both. I really don't. Pastors are AWOL. They're flat out AWOL. They're AWOL. They've made a decision. We don't want to be racist. We don't want to be anti-Semitic. We're going to, I just heard, I think I told you the story the other day. Um, somebody close to me goes to this other church occasionally and 
Pastors up there demonstrating how righteous they are in the eyes of the world because they're against racism in all its forms. Won't say what Jesus Christ says out of the Bible. Won't do it. Got this these made up moralities. Matthew 15, 1 through 9. Pharisees come along and they, they create made-up moralities that replace the Ten Commandments, replace the Word of God, replace racial loyalty with, uh, a, a, you know, anti-racism. And I wait because this country's gone. It's gone. It's too late. We're not going to get it back through uh, voting, uh, voting for it because we, we didn't lose it th by, by vo the vote. We didn't lose this country by the vote. By the way, we did not lose this country by the vote. Supreme Court made decisions. Lower court made decisions. Uh, unelected bureaucrats made decisions. Elections were stolen. Uh, the whole financial system makes us slaves. We don't need that. We don't need that. So financial system doesn't have to be designed to, to make us all debt serfs, which, which it is. That's what it's designed to do. And either you're part of the um, slave-owning class or you're a slave. You're part of the slave-owning class or you're a debt slave. Oh, but we don't want to talk about that because, you know, that's code word for anti-Semitism. How convenient. Your slave masters have made it illegal to talk about them. <laughs> and the, where's the church? It's silent. It's silent. Bunch of cowards. And, and I can't blame it on ignorance. All you got to do is open up your Bible. All you got to do is op open up the Word of God. But the, what the church has done, it says, well, we don't like this. We don't like that. We don't like this portion. We don't like that portion. We're going to strike this whole section of the Bible, 80% of the Bible, because it's old. It's replaced by the new. Yeah, I mean, they've literally... So I'm upset about it. I am upset about that. I go, what's to be done? Well, I... What I can do is open up my mouth and, and and say it, and that's all anybody can do. That's that's what the that's the job of the preacher, man. That's the job of the preacher, to open up his mouth and speak the truth, even when it's hard. Jesus Christ was not liked by pretty much everybody, including those who followed him. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. It's one of my favorite scriptures of all. He just turned to these people. He said, "You want to follow me?" Are you just looking for a good time? You're looking for some free heaven candy? You're looking for somebody to affirm you as who you are as a human being? He said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they turn around and they ran. Looks at his disciples. He says, you too? You too? Go ahead. Go for it. Knock yourselves out. They said, yeah, well, it's too late. We don't have anywhere to go. Otherwise, we would, Jesus. Of course, one of them decided he would go. He said, yeah, you, you crossed the line there, buddy. Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. Who does he go to? He goes to the Jews. Who do they always go to? They always go to the Jews. Okay? Listen. The Word of God is not going to go away because it's inconvenient for you. The Word of God is not going to go away because uh, somebody might call you uh, a dirty name. The Word of God is not going to go away because it, it, it doesn't jive with the moral code set up by an Antichrist people. The Frankfurt School were Jews. Who do you think, who do you think runs the universities? Oh, well, I know a professor, and he's not... Yeah, you know, listen... You can do all the head fakes to your own head all you want. You can lie to yourself all you want to make yourself feel better. But when Jesus Christ comes out and he calls the Jews, the devil's children, and you're too good for Jesus Christ. You're too good for Jesus Christ. You're too good. You're, 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 Jesus Christ is a, is a sinner. And you're, whole, you're literally holier than thou. You can't take him at face value. 
Oh, you'll take them at face value when it's you, you must be born again. Oh, yeah, we're going to run with that because that doesn't offend the Antichrist peoples. We'll do that. We'll, we'll take them at, at, at face value when it says, you know what, if, if you believe in me, you believe in the Father and you have eternal life. Oh, well, we love that because that doesn't offend anybody. But when he warns us, and his apostles warn us, when Paul warns us, when John warns us, when James warns us, when the Word of God warns us and tells us, and we turn around and we run and we run and we run and we hide and we put our heads in the sand, and we're like Judas Iscariot, man, we run to the Jews, and we give them our assurances and say, well, we're with you, we're with you. He warned us. He told us. Paul told us. Paul the Jew himself. Paul the Jew himself. Name was Saul. Evil, wicked man. A hundred percent antichrist, as Jews remain today. A hundred percent antichrist. He spent his life fighting the Judaizing influences that would come into the church. I don't know if he, I think he lost. Look at the evangelical church today. And he says, these Jews, they murdered the prophets. They murdered Jesus Christ. They kicked us out. They prevent people from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they can be saved. They're the enemy of all people. And the wrath of God has come upon them to the utmost. 1 Thessalonians 2, 14 through 16. Oh, you can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. And... And you make up these stories. You literally, you make up stories. Church is AWOL. Pastors are AWOL. What's a nation? Let's, let's, I don't know. I get tired of hearing myself talking about that too. What's a nation? Genesis chapter 10 describes what nations are. Nations a bloodline from a common ancestor. Genesis chapter 10. Well, haven't we moved beyond that? Haven't we? No, listen, if you're a pastor and you've moved beyond that, uh, you've moved beyond the Word of God, that's where we're at. Oh, you've, you're, you've, you're more sophisticated than that dusty old book. Well, we just don't accept that because God loves everybody. And you, and you make up We've, we've made up a new religion. We really have. We've made up a new religion. And so we offer, we have, we have no help. We, we, we're no help in our, 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 we can offer no help to our own nation, United States of America, in the, in the hour of need because we've been trapped by our man-made religious system. We don't want to be racist and sexist and anti-Semitic and xenophobic. Boom, trapped, gone, can't say a word, can't lift a finger. You can't say, hey, what? Hey, you know what? Um, let's go back to the Bible and see what the Bible says about nations. Nations based on a bloodline. You had Shem, you had Ham, and Japheth. They had their descendants. Their descendants had their descendants. It describes that in Genesis chapter 10. Well, that's Old Testament. We just, we just abolish that. We don't believe in that anymore. Well, that's funny because Jesus Christ did. All he did is quote the Old Testament. That's all he quoted. That's it. That was it. That's all he quoted was the Old Testament. First sermon, he says, hey, heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle from the law. Nothing. Nothing from the law or prophets will pass away.
well, I can't say this in my church because I'll be, um, you know, I'll be fired. Sorry, I, you ain't going to get no pity from me. You ain't going to get any pity from me on that one. Well, it'll cost me my livelihood and my career. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes, you're right, it will. You're right, it will. Cost Jesus his life. Cost even his life. Cost Paul his life eventually. Cost Peter his life. Cost. You know the story of Jeremiah? Sat in that well, I don't know, buried up to his hips, up to his armpits, in mud, breathing mosquitoes, crapping on himself. It, it, all the smart people wanted to murder him. And he's going, where's God? Where's God? Where's God? I don't know. God wasn't there. Was God there for him? Jeremiah probably didn't feel like it. He's sitting down there at the bottom of that well. Going, where's my God? Where's my God? God said, suck it up, buttercup. And we're supposed to feel bad because we lose our job. You're supposed to feel bad because you're, you're going to get fired by the board of elders. Your wife's going to leave you. I got it. Understand. We're not going to win this thing back unless men become men once again. And it's going to cost you. We didn't lose this because of what we voted. Our, it's been stolen by the evil people. The Bible tells you who the evil people are. If you reject what the Bible says, you're of no use. You're of no use. You're of no use to God, to man, to anybody. You're of use to Satan and his synagogue. I threw up a little post on the other day on Gab, and I said, if those people don't hate you, you're doing it wrong. I'm just saying, read the Bible. So we're very late in a game. We're very late in a, in a game. It's it's uh, you know, is there a chance Trump could win and turn anything else? I suppose so. But let me tell you something: these people don't play. These people don't play. They're on a different page than you and I are on. Many of us we believe in the Constitution. We believe in the rule of law. We believe in democracy. And we've gone in with with shaded eyes. And while we're doing the right thing, they're stealing, lying, cheating, and killing. Stealing, lying, chilling, and it, it, there's, they have no allegiance to the Constitution or the rule of law. Come on, guys. We're being invaded, and the, and the invaders are being encouraged and promoted by our own government in order to destroy the white and Christian race. You can't say that. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's just it. People won't talk about this. Pastors won't talk about it. But this is exactly true. Nobody's going to Europe or North America or Canada or Australia or New Zealand because it's run by the Lori Lightfoots of the world. Any net immigration into Haiti lately? Rwanda? Kenya? Oh, I know. Yeah, every once in a while, you know, some big newspaper. Oh, I these black people are tired of all the racism in America, so they went, but they moved back to Africa. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's the best you can do for a counter narrative. 
the fact that you're trotting out these stories is evidence that what I'm saying is true. But we've accepted a, a, a bunch of rules over us saying that you can't say this and you can't say that. Well, there you go. There goes your democratic system where we have the First Amendment and the freedom of speech because we ourselves, as pastors, as teachers, as preachers, have self-censored, contrary to what the Holy Scriptures say. We won't do what Paul did. We won't do what Peter did. We won't do what Jesus Christ did. We won't do what Stephen You want to know what the sermon that you need to preach? Go preach the sermon of, Je of, of, of Acts chapter 7. Or any of Peter's first sermons. Preach any of Peter's first sermons. Well, that was just, you know, specific for a specific time. Oh, oh, okay. So, Bible doesn't mean anything anymore. First it was the Old Testament. We were going to discard that. Now you're going to discard the New Testament. That's what the Jews did. That's what the Jews did. They had the law. They had the prophets. They didn't like it, so they made, up, made up their man-made traditions. Eventually, they wrote it down. It took them centuries to write it down. They eventually wrote it down and becomes the Talmud. We've gone the way. We've gone that way. And I don't know whether to laugh or to cry or to be angry or all of the above. All right. Fritzberger, bloodandfaith.com.